Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 19, Self-Compassion. When I do school visits or story times for my picture book, Mutilda's Bad Mood, I use a moodometer as part of my presentation. I'll link to it so you can see what it looks like. But basically, it's a representation of our moods and kind of punny cow humor. The moods range from utterly catastrophic to melancholy, moodyocre, moognificent, and then over the moon. <laughs> Whenever I ask kids where they are on the moodometer, they almost always self-identify as moognificent or over the moon. Not once has a child said they felt utterly catastrophic or even melancholy. One time someone said they felt moodyocre, which of course is totally normal if we're cows and we're thinking about how cows would feel. <laughs> as people get older, they self-identify as less and less happy and more and more moodyocre or melancholy or even catastrophic. I think there's something about our culture that teaches us to put ourselves down when we fail, to think badly of ourselves, to disconnect from others when we make mistakes. This is the opposite of what we need to do in order to be healthy, in order to be who we want to be, in order to create our best work. Dr. Kristen Neff studies self-compassion, and she says that self-compassion is extending compassion to ourselves when we feel like a failure, or when we've made a mistake, or when we're suffering. She says compassion is made up of three things. The first thing is self-kindness. And this, of course, is self-explanatory. The second thing is common humanity, the idea that we are all part of a whole. And the third thing is mindfulness, really just being in the present moment. Self-compassion is a new way of relating to yourself, a radical way of approaching ourselves with kindness. Since creative pursuits are often littered with rejections and failures, Self-compassion is an essential part of creative success. Self-compassion is curious, not condemning. We kind of wonder, why do I feel this way? And we don't judge ourselves for it. Self-compassion is empowering because you are allowing yourself to be human and make mistakes and feel human feelings while also leaving room for becoming exactly who you want to become. So let's talk about how to increase your self-compassion. Number one. How would you treat a friend or even a stranger? What would you say to a good friend who is going through the same thing you're going through? You might say something like, I'm here for you. I care for you. You would speak with love. Maybe you would even say something like, darling, I want you to be okay. I want you to be free from suffering. It's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. Number two, ask yourself, how can I be kind to myself right now in this moment? Number three, change your narrative. And I know that we talk about this almost every week in this podcast, but take all of the things that you're saying to yourself that are unkind and just delete them. Delete self-critical thoughts. Those thoughts you think only to yourself that create shame and self-loathing. Notice you're doing it and replace those punishing, judgmental, and unkind thoughts with things like, this is a moment of suffering. I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling. This is a moment of pain. Or perhaps you might think to yourself, 
Everyone suffers. Suffering is a part of life. Nothing has gone wrong here. We all suffer. It's part of being human. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be on my journey. It's okay to make mistakes. It's normal to make mistakes. Number four, journaling. Take time every day to write things down, the tough things, but write them through a lens of self-compassion and kindness and giving yourself grace. Number five, 90-second feelings. So this is an exercise where you set a timer for 90 seconds and then you allow yourself to feel, kind of pay attention to how you're feeling in your chest, in your head, in your stomach. You allow yourself to fully embrace and acknowledge the feeling, maybe even hug the feeling and do it for an entire 90 seconds. This is a way to allow yourself to be who you are, to feel what you're feeling and to give yourself compassion in a kind way. And usually by the end of the 90 seconds, the feeling will dissipate. Number six, gratitude. When we are grateful for ourselves, for our bodies, for our minds, for our ability to think and do anything at all, we are giving ourselves compassion. Number seven, give yourself grace. Give yourself what you need in the moment. Pay attention to what you need in the moment. When we are willing to give ourselves self-compassion, we are happier, more connected to others, more creative. So next time you find yourself berating or talking badly to yourself, stop. Try one of the exercises we've talked about today. Be kind. Even if you think your unkindness is the truth, remember, it's always more important to be kind than to be right. Your creative soul will thank you and your self-compassion will overflow, showering others with the compassion they so desperately need because compassion is always empowering. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.